Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We extend a warm welcome to all of you who come together with us during this Scorpio blue moon period. The exact time of the full moon occurs tomorrow morning at 1049 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. As most of you know, the full moon is a monthly opportunity for planetary service. Through this work, we become part of a global meditative effort that contributes to aligning the planetary centers, establishing the divine circulatory flow, and letting the plan work out on Earth. This full moon work aligns us with our soul, with the soul of our group, with the soul of our nation, with the soul of humanity, with hierarchy, and even with the Logos himself. This can all sound quite grandiose, except for the fact that this indeed is exactly what we are doing when we work together at the full moon. And it's encouraging today to realize that this whole idea of full moon meditation is becoming increasingly widespread and the electronic platforms are bringing it to people everywhere. And so it's growing. At the time of the full moon, which is a five or seven day period, it's as if a portal opens up. We might say a door stands open, whereby potent energies qualified by the sign under consideration are released as if in a great imploring tide. It's interesting to note as well that the energies available during this period are bolstered by a powerful planetary alignment occurring almost exactly at the time when the moon is full, a near exact alignment with the planet Uranus. And as many of you will know, Uranus is a key planet at this time, for it is the distributor, the focalizer, we might say, of the inpouring energy of the seventh ray, which is the predominant ray energy of the governing Aquarian age. The seventh ray grounds the spiritual wind, will, giving it expression and form. So this is a, a very potent alignment that's lending added, added potency to the already potent energies available through the sign of Scorpio. The alignment with Uranus generates an increased sense of expectancy surrounding this full moon period, coupled with the fact of its proximity to the US elections, which are being watched by millions of people throughout the world. Clearly, the soul of the United States is going through another burning ground experience in its spiritual journey, caught within the crosshairs between its personality and its soul. And the result is what the Tibetan teacher has called a type of tearing asunder, as if the nation, nation is pendant between two wheels moving in opposite directions. One wheel is moving in the ordinary clockwise direction, following the current of personality inclinations 
we might say, the personality ray of the individual or nation involved. Well, on the other hand, the other wheel is moving in an anti-clockwise direction. And it's this current to which the disciples in any land are responsive, currents that emanate from the soul. And therefore, the friction between these two currents, these two wheels moving in opposite directions, is generating an extreme point of tension a point which is clearly global and not limited to the United States. This dual activity of the Great Wheel results, we're told, in initiation and illumination and the destruction of the veil of illusion. So all the chaos that we are experiencing as a planet is actually a hopeful sign that we are passing through an initiatory process. The United States is spiritually speaking, however, a young nation. In fact, we're told it's a teenager in terms of its evolutionary development. We're not wise yet, but at the same time, because of our youthful exuberance, we're not held back by challenges and can bounce back quite readily from difficulties. So now, as we always do at the beginnings of our meetings, let's take a moment to visualize the group of all true servers everywhere. Standing with massed intent and a sense of expectancy for the work that we can do together at this full moon opportunity, followed by a sounding of the mantra of the new group of world servers. So let's project a line of lighted energy to the spiritual hierarchy, to the Christ. to Shambhala. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. Every day we use this mantra, we have the opportunity to serve spiritually 
by supporting and strengthening the members of this worldwide group known as the New Group of World Servers. Energetically, we can help the group to carry out the tremendous task before it in their role as the group savior, mediating between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity, meditating the plan into existence. The spiritual hierarchy provides the impression and this group has the challenging task of alchemizing the great ideas from the spiritual hierarchy and expressing them in a way and in a form that can successfully foster the forces of planetary evolution. This emerging group has a direct relationship to the sign we're working with tonight, the sign of Scorpio. For as you know, Scorpio is preeminently the sign of discipleship. It is, after all, the planetary Hercules. All the signs of the zodiac are completed, made whole, by coming into relationship with their opposite sign. It's interesting, therefore, to note that the opposite sign to Scorpio, the sign of Taurus, is, we're told, the ruling energy qualifying the new group. So as we combine these two opposites, these two energies of Taurus, which we're told rules the new group of world servers, and Scorpio, the sign of discipleship, and the new group of world servers is nothing less, nothing more than a group of disciples. We recognize that this preeminent pair of energies works out and forms the horizontal axis of the fixed cross of discipleship. This is the group that reaches above and releases the energies into the field of service. The planets are messengers of the energies of the constellations. And in the Taurus-Scorpio axis, these planetary messengers, these rulers of the gods, the disciple, which meaning the esoteric rulers of each of these signs are the two planets on the first ray, Vulcan and Pluto. So esoterically, as we disciples align ourselves within the new group of world servers, we open ourselves to a repository of spiritual will that can galvanize our lives. This will stands as a counterbalance to the more destructive aspects of the will that are being manipulated by those who work for materialistic purposes. To access this energy of will, the group learns to stand upon the periphery of the great ashram and through that means extends its alignment to that touch of Aquarian life that flows in from the lighted pools of substance found within the highest center. And it is this will that is needed by the world teacher in his preparation for his reappearance. 
the new group of world servers has as one of its keynotes the task of working in the interludes and an interlude is defined as a pause between two activities to pause confers an ability to listen to cease from speech and attune to that which is seeking expression at any particular moment it's the cultivation of a point of silent attention. The full moon period, as we know, is one such interlude. It's the higher interlude of the spiritual month, just as the lower interlude corresponds to the new moon. But so too in the annual cycle of the year, there are interludes. The higher interlude coming at the time of the three spiritual festivals in Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. But now we're working in the lower correspondence to that interlude during the times of Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius. The Scorpio point of the lower interlude is the lower correspondence to the high point attained in Taurus at the Wesak festival. So we have as a group a challenging task to ground the energies that were received at Taurus at Wesak. And we need look no further than this Scorpio labor to understand the challenges of this task. Here the work is undertaken in the depths and darkness and eventually much is brought to light. This new group of world servers occupies the position of the planetary Ajna center, we're told. The function of this center is to link and bridge between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity. In the life of an individual, this center comes rapidly into functioning activity at the stage of discipleship. The awakening of the Ajna Center brings with it the ability to envision hierarchical ideas and transmit them to humanity. The new group has only come into existence during the past century. For prior to that time, there were only a limited number of disciples working actively in the world. But today, their name is Legion. And so the Ajna center of the planetary logos is opening. But sometimes our very familiarity with the concept of this serving group belies its importance. It's helpful, therefore, to remember that of all the vast array of ideas and teachings which the Tibetan teacher brought forward to the world, he said the teaching on the new group of world servers, along with the teaching on the reappearance of the world teacher, were the two most important aspects of all the work he did. The Tibetan wrote of this group, let the new group of world servers realize its mission and recognize the demands of humanity upon it. What are these demands? He said, let me enumerate them. And then let me ask you to take each of them 
in all simplicity and act upon them. So he gave us five demands of this serving group. Number one, to receive and transmit illumination from the kingdom of souls. Two, to receive inspiration from the hierarchy and go forth consequently to inspire. Three, to hold the vision of the plan before the eyes of humanity. For, there is, for where there is no vision, the people perish. To act as an intermediate group between the hierarchy and humanity and thereby to build the new world of tomorrow. That's the fourth demand placed upon this group. And the final demand is to toil in Pisces, illumined by Taurus, and responsive in degree to the Aquarian impulse coming from the hierarchy. And if you'd like to read more about this work and this plan that the Tibetan sets out, you could read um, the rule in Rays and Initiations where he outlines it. So we are very much toiling in Pisces in the vestiges of that outgoing sign of mediatorship, which in fact brought this birth of this new kingdom in nature to the fore. But we are fortunate to be illumined by the light of Taurus. The new group is illumined by that energy that pours in at this Taurus-Scorpio axis time. And through our collective work together, we can touch a measure of that inspiration that comes from alignment with the spiritual hierarchy and their ability to tap into the energy of Aquarius, which is conferred by the Logos from the center Shambhala. So we have the tools, we have the opportunity, and we just need the spiritual will to align ourselves with the powerful currents that are pouring in and to which we can respond as a group. The energy of the new group enables its members to become the directors of their forces rather than being directed by them. At this time in planetary history, the intensity of the inpouring energies is increasingly potent, particularly as a result of the powerful alignments during last December's festival week period and the growing point of tension that's being generated as we move collectively towards 2025 and the great council within the hierarchy. As the Tibetan outlined in the quote I just read, this group's work is primarily bridging, work which is sorely needed in order to realize the soul amidst the raucous nature of the times in which we live. As conditions in the world become increasingly polarized, members of the new group of world servers 
have an important function, mediating as they do between the extremes. So instead of vainly battling to destroy the many hydras that are arising all around us, the disciple learns to kneel and raise them into the light, into the soul, wherein they lose their effectiveness. The new group members display the wisdom of the soul, bridging between different tradi traditions and groups, seeking commonality and goodwill. Members of the group seek to listen and understand other perspectives and points of view. They let go of their hatreds, their antipathies, and come to think in terms of the one humanity and that which is best for the whole. And this is what we need to do as individuals, groups, nations, and within the different kingdoms of nature. Symbols are powerful evocateurs of energy and understanding. Let us therefore envision the symbol of the phoenix, one of the symbols of Scorpio, that mythical bird of great beauty, the emblem of immortality, reborn idealism and hope. The legend has it that every 500 years, the phoenix was said to rise from the ashes of its funeral pyre to greet the world anew with the freshness of youth and live through another cycle. So during this powerful full moon opportunity, let us hold to the phoenix and visualize the new group arising from the ashes of a passing age entering into the light of day through the transformational energies held out to us at this time of the full moon of Scorpio. So now we'll work together with our meditation letting in the light. <clears throat> and I'd just like to read the keynote of the full moon approach to the hierarchy. It's a, it's a mantra that we can use to bring to our understanding a recollection of why we do the work that we do. He who faces the light and stands within its radiance, is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way, yet loves his brother on the darkened path, revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark. And then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light. And lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. 
For them, the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors, twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy. We begin with group fusion, affirming that fact, integrating ourselves within the heart center of the new group of world servers, mediating between hierarchy and humanity. Project a lighted rainbow bridge that hierarchy. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me, lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat Kumara, and towards the Christ at the center of hierarchy. And we extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. Higher interlude, holding the contemplative mind open to the extra planetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy, using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity gradually coming into alignment and interplay.
Reflect on the seed pod with the sign of Scorpio. Warrior I am, and from the battle I emerge triumphant. Precipitation, using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love, and the will to good pouring throughout the planet 
and becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plane can manifest. Use the sixfold progression of divine love as the sequence of energy precipitation. Shambhala, hierarchy, the Christ, the new group of world servers, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, physical centers of distribution. Very interleaving. We focus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram and sign together the affirmation of love. In the center of all love I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy, streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. 
see these inquiring energies establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ. distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the outpouring of light, love, and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known. Let purpose guide 
the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you all for contributing to this lighted pool of group energy, which we've poured out on the planet. And just to state that the mantra that we use at the opening of our meeting tonight, the mantra of the new group of world servers, that's said to be the mantra of that group. But when we just use the great invocation, it's helpful to understand that that's the mantra of the Christ. That's the mantra that the Aquarian Christ is issuing forth in order to help prepare the way for his reappearance. And so to the extent that we use it, we're always asking what more can we do we can seek to penetrate more deeply into the meaning behind those amazing words, as the Tibetan calls them, and to use it more, more frequently and collectively. Imagine the whole group, because there's always someone somewhere in the world who's sounding the great invocation at the same time as you are. So if you imagine yourselves linking with a worldwide network of people who use it each day, in their triangles work and in their meditative and prayer practices, we can summon more fully the power of those words. 
So I'd also like to just announce our upcoming meetings. Um, as most of you know, the full moon occurs tomorrow. So that's our meet next meeting, quite imminent, tomorrow at 10.49 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And that's our time to, again, link together. The Tibetan encourages us to use the Great Invocation at the exact time of the full moon as a potent opportunity to distribute the energies and proceed that time by a meditative silence. There are a number of visualizations given in the Dina books, the Discipleship of the New Age books, that are suggested for use at the exact time of the full moon. And then our next meeting, uh, really, uh, the work we're doing today is the preparation in Scorpio for our Scorpio New Moon meeting, which is the World Goodwill Seminar, and that's two weeks from tomorrow on Saturday, November 14th. And the theme is the spiritual dynamics of crisis on the path to global cooperation. And so here are the times you'll see. Uh, you'll all be receiving various emails announcing the event. And so we hope that as many of you as possible can join with us for a full day of meditation, talks, discussion. We have a number of guest speakers, quite interesting speakers, so we hope that you will be able to attend. And then finally, our next um, meeting, the Festival of Sagittarius, occurs on Sunday, November 29th, and that's at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thank you again. Um, and we look forward to working with you again soon. Bye-bye.